Jesus will help if you try. If we try tonight, Jesus will help. If I try tonight, Jesus will help. And if you try, he will help. We'll read from the book of prophet Isaiah, chapter 28, and we'll take our verses from 16 and 17. Isaiah 28, 16 and 17. Therefore thus said the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Judgment also will I lay to the line, and righteousness to the plummet. And the hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies, and the warish shall, shall overflow the hiding place. Earlier on, the Lord asked Prophet Amos to give his word to the people of Israel, the northern kingdom, that God will set up a plumb line in their midst. A plumb line is a very simple but practical instrument. It's a line that is attached with a weight on one end, and when that weight is dropped down freely, the line becomes very straight. And anything that is lined up to that line will be very vertically straight. Anything that is perpendicular or that is at right, right angle to that line will be straight. God was telling Amos to tell them that he wanted a measurement for their conduct. Their conduct to God and their conduct to each other. And in this place that we read, God was giving the same message to Judah. And God sent prophet Isaiah to tell them the same thing. But what he told them through uh, the prophet Isaiah is quite different. He was criticizing what he told Amos and was expounding on the same message. This was demonstratively different. We see here that he was not just using a line and a weight. This has character. He said that it would be a foundation. This is not just the plumb line that is vertical. This has come down to earth. It has come down to us. And this has five elements. The first one is that it is going to be in Zion. There is a location there. Second, it is going to be a foundation. 
it is going to be a primary thing on which the building has to be built. Third, it is going to be a tried stone. It's going to be dependable, triumphant. Fourth, it is going to be a precious cornerstone. It's going to be costly. It's going to be costly. It's going to be a standard blueprint by which the building has to be built. And then it is a sure foundation. That means it is certified, it is attested to, and it is chosen by God. This is Jesus. As I was talking about Jesus, that Jesus is going to come down to earth for you and for me. And if we try, if we seek him, if we come to him, if we align ourselves unto him, he will make us straight to God. He will make us straight to each other. He will make us perfect. Building of God. But this also has three requirements. He said that judgment also will I lay to the line and righteousness to the plummet. And the hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies. Three requirements. There has to be justice. There has to be righteousness. There has to be truth. And it says, and the hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies. That means anything that is not aligned to it is going to be destroyed. Jesus is our gold standard. It is the gold standard for our spiritual foundation. Jesus is the gold standard for our spiritual development. He is the gold standard for our conduct. True Christianity is not unregulated. True Christianity is not regulated by church. It is not regulated by culture. It is not regulated by the country. It is regulated by Jesus Christ. One time, a lawyer came to Jesus and asked him, which of the laws was the greatest? This was just like the rich young ruler that came to him and asked what he should do to enter the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus, in Matthew 22, 37 to 40, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Simply put, Jesus was telling him, the simple thing is, don't rob God and don't rob man. Give unto Caesar the things that belong to Caesar and unto God the things that belong 
to God. We are saved. We are truly in the Lord only when we are plumb lined to Jesus. When we are patterned after Jesus. That is when we are truly a child of God. To this end, the Lord spoke through Habakkuk. He said, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his justice. The just shall live by his righteousness. The just shall live by the truth. There is no other way. The just shall live by grace. When we are aligned with Jesus, God will help us. We will, he will give us grace notes. Grace notes like David had. David was a wonderful man of God because of the way he, he conducted himself. He was an excellent man. And we've been studying about Daniel. Oh, what a terrific man Daniel was. Daniel had an excellent spirit. God wants you to have an excellent spirit. God wants me to have an excellent spirit. And we will have that if we try. Like they did. They tried to seek God. They tried to line themselves up to the standard of the word of God. They tried to do what God expected of them to do. And God helped them. If you try, God will help you. If I try, God will help me. Because God has laid down a stone, a foundation, a cornerstone. It is for you. It is for me. I believe you heard about something that's been going on recently about a form of currency that came into existence not too, too long ago called cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is unusual in a way, not like the regular currency. It is only in digital form virtual. It is not regulated except by what is called blockchains, whatever blockchains means. It is not backed by gold. It is not regulated by any government. So you can imagine if somebody decides to put all his net egg in cryptocurrency. That would be asking for trouble. Well, in the same way, that is something we can call crypto Christianity. Crypto Christianity is not regulated. It does what he wants. It is non-compliant to Christ. It may be sanctimonious, it may have a lot of things along with it, but 
it is not stable, it is not regulated. The world is in a great dysfunction. There is a lot of turmoil in the world. And the world is looking for truth. The world is looking for stability. Probably when, before you got saved, when you came, maybe somebody invited you to church. Maybe your life was in turmoil and what you were looking for was stability. You wanted God to help you somehow. And you heard the word of God. You see people. Sometimes when people come to, into church, they say the people look like angels. That happens. So they come and they're looking for stability. But the unfortunate thing is, in most places, what is common is what we can call crypto Christianity. That is not regulated. The Lord says, Render therefore to all their dues. We have people that are older. Thank God for them. We came to church to meet them. We came on the strength of their prayers. We came on the strength of their dedication. There is order. God expects us to honor them. There is office. God expect the, expects us to honor offices. God expects us to honor age. So different things. This is what God has put down. But crypto Christianity wouldn't do that. No order. Behold. His soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. God expects us to have righteousness. These days, people talk, instead of righteousness, they talk about morality. You won't find morality in the Bible. Well, actually, there are countries now that have morality police. Now, if what, if what some countries are controlling is what we are looking for, God help us. That is not what God expects of us. God expects us to have righteousness. Choosing morality instead of righteousness. God says, behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. God expects truth in the inward part. Crypto Christianity wants to give alternative facts. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. God says we must fight the good fight of faith. Good fight of faith. Crypto Christianity wants to fight culture wars. Behold, his hold which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Jesus tells us there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, 
barbarian, Scythian, born or free, but Christ is all and in all. But crypto Christianity said, no, 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 no. We, we cannot do that. We have to do things in a different way. Racism is baked in. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Jesus says, you must be born again. And he says, you must be born again. He says, today is the day of salvation. Crypto-Christianity will say, oh no, I need to wait. Maybe tomorrow or maybe next Sunday, I need to wait for a convenient time. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. Jesus says, this is the will of God, even your sanctification. Jesus wants everyone to be sanctified. But crypto-Christianity will say, oh no, brother M is not sanctified. He's doing okay. Oh, look at sister, sister Y. She's doing very well. She's doing all these wonderful things. She's not sanctified. I don't need to be sanctified. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Jesus, talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he told the disciples, wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, ye have heard of me. But crypto-Christianity will say, I'm not planning to be a minister. What do I need the baptism for? I really don't need to be baptized. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. Who told you you don't need to be saved? Who told you you don't need to be sanctified? Who told you you don't need to be baptized? Oh, I remember the time when you will know that somebody here, someone over there is seeking something from the Lord. Everybody knows because they are very, very serious about it. They tarry on it. They want it. They actively engage in getting that from the Lord. Jesus says, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. A tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He or she that believeth shall not make haste. Who are you? Who am I in the sight of God today? Am I plumb line to Jesus? Are you plumb line to that cornerstone? Is that who you are? Is that who I am tonight? God is saying, 
He wants us to be plumb line. And he's saying, if you try, I'm going to help you. God will help you if you try. Because this is his expectation. He came down to help us. He came down to make us to align to him. So that we can have eternal life. There is no other way. There is only one way. And that way is Jesus. It is his way. He is the cornerstone. We have to align to it. What is your position tonight? Jesus is calling you. Jesus will help you if you try. He wants to bless you tonight. If you are not saved, he wants to save you tonight. He wants to bless you abundantly. He is here tonight and he's going to help. We're going to sing 480 as we stand up to pray. <laughs>